defining the kings and queens of Kenya sports scene. This is the Polestar Review Show with your host, Yes. And DY. Haribu. Yeah. So how was your week, DX? Amazing. Good <laughs> starts to the week. Yeah. Uh, January is coming to an end. Finally. Finally. So yeah. we can say adios to... In, in fact, as we record this, today is the last day of January. Yep. Today is 31st January. So we're going to February. Valentine is coming. coming. Hey, where is your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Any valentine plans? Ah, uh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. good vibe, good vibe. <laughs> you know, is valentine supposed to be both ways or yeah, I one way? Yeah, I think so. I think so, but uh, heavy, uh, <laughs> heavy on the man. <laughs> the man has to do the most of the investment, but I think everyone deserves to be showed love, and not just on Valentine's Day before everyone comes for us. Yeah, true. every day, but you know, commemorate days that mean something. Yeah, yeah, just ensure that you have yourself lovely, and I think it, it fits in really, really well mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, uh, we're going to be talking about one of my absolute, absolute favorite podcasts in Nairobi. Uh, she is so witty, mm-hmm. very funny, uh. No, sprinkle of sexuality. She's very open-minded. Not sprinkle. <laughs> Heavy on the sexuality. She is brilliant. The one, the only. Um... No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Nadia, Nadia Favre of uh, Cut the Foreplay. She is brilliant. Yeah, so, you know, the show is full of sexual jokes. A lot of fun. And she really has fun making the show. You can tell that she's really talking about things she's passionate about. And she's mostly centered around showbiz. Okay. And what's happening in Hollywood. Yeah. So, for me, a bit hard to relate to, but definitely worth the listen because Mm -hmm. it's nice and short. It's always 30 minutes or below. Yeah. She'll definitely say (laughs) something that will get you. That will get to you. Yeah. Because, you know, I think one of the best things when I stumbled upon her, as I was now going through the the different Kenyan podcasts that we have, Mm -hmm. and I think she was my fourth, if not fifth, listen. And she was very refreshing because most of the not you come across um, a podcast that is, you know, centered around just Kenyan info. Yeah. Or things pretty much Nairobi. Nairobi or what is happening. But her, she's able to throw a spin and the kind of crazy stories she comes across. Yeah. Always interesting. So basically, she is Kenyan. Yeah. Born in Kenya. She's mixed race. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, and uh, she has a very heavy Canadian accent. Very. But she can throw down a good Kiswahili from the coast. Yeah. Yeah. And what did she say she likes to be called? What is her actual name pronunciation? Nadia Favre. Oh, yeah. You see, (laughs) the French in us. So her show has 46 episodes so far. Yeah. She started way back in 2016 uh, on 30th of November. If memory serves me right, I think she's one of, if not the oldest, I think mm. she's one of the oldest podcasts in Nairobi, other than um, The Spread. Yeah. The yeah. Spread. Yeah, perhaps. like hers. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. But she's very, she's been very inconsistent. Girl, you need to step it up. <laughs> but it's been quite consistent lately. Yeah. Uh, thank God for Corona. Sorry. Yeah. I, I think first and foremost, 
whatever she gave us through the corona period was uh, phenomenal. And it was hilarious. As in the views, her views on the world. She's very radical in her thoughts. <sighs> she just speaks her mind, even though it's not popular opinion. Yeah. There's a lot of unpopular opinions in God her show. Damn. But very relatable if yeah. you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, she talks about she's not big monogamy. Mm-hmm. She says she's even tried to be polyamorous. <laughs> So she's very open to today's kind of world. Yeah. And let's start first of all right there eh? with the monogamy <laughs> and polyamory. And what's your take on monogamy? What one of my favorite psychiatrists says, <laughs> her name is Marisa Pia. Okay. Google her. Yeah, all right. She's amazing. So she says monogamy. Just before, before let the record reflect <laughs> that she requires help. That's why she goes to. No, <laughs> like she, I listen to her content. This is what it's about. But also, there's no shame yeah, mm. around going for, you know, yeah. psychiatric mm-hmm. health. Like if, it's like if you have a headache, mm. you go and get treated. Mm. If your mind is feeling unwell, mm. you go and seek the help you need. I agree with you. Yeah. I have a super mind. And that doesn't mean you're crazy <laughs> or weak. <laughs> so back to monogamy. Yeah, so what so does she say? Marisa Pia says yeah. uh, monogamy used to be defined as dating one person mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Dating yeah. or marrying one person for mm-hmm. the rest of your life. And now it's dating one person at a time. So basically those are my thoughts about monogamy. Because uh-huh. I'm in today's world. Uh-huh. And so it's about dating one person at a time. And if they're fit, they're fit. If something changes and mm-hmm. you're not good with it, just communicate. If you can work on it, do that. If mm-hmm. you can't, mm-hmm. you're free. My thoughts on relationships in general is about freedom. Mm-hmm. You should never feel like you're being held back yeah. or you can't be yourself. Yeah. Or, you know, and as you grow, mm-hmm. your partner needs to grow with you. And if you're growing mm-hmm. apart, Very then true. maybe that's a sign that you're not meant to be together. No, 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 no. Not, not necessarily. If you're growing apart, yeah, you perhaps you might be requiring to work on one or two things that are necessary within your relationship. Mm-hmm. So, uh, polygamy and polyandry? Um, all I will say is this. You know, In traditional... First and foremost, Kenyan women currently be carrying out polyandry like left, right, and center. They be having the Negroes everywhere. I'll just say, girl, do you. But just don't... Don't hurt people in the process. I believe, I'm a firm believer in just, you know, being real with people. Okay. Don't be out here cheating and being deceitful. If you can, try not to do oh, that. Okay. Because it's also not good for yourself. So is polygamy cheating? Uh, that's, that's, it's not. In traditional African context, for example, yeah. Yeah. polygamy was what was normal and it wasn't cheating because people grew up like that and to some extent i think men Mm -hmm. are able to separate things we spoke about this earlier so men are able to have more than one wife Mm -hmm. and i don't know if they can cater to them equally i don't (laughs) think so but it was allowed culturally and all these things we know now about monogamy was brought to us by the western world by christianity and now it was legalized and all of a sudden we're being forced to Mm. be like this but in essence polygamy supports what i agree with in relationships freedom for everyone if that's your cup of tea do you 
But as long as you're not lying to someone, you see, like in Kenya, when they legalized it, mm -hmm. they said that you have to ask your wife for permission to get the second wife. They struck that out. Oh, they did? Yeah. But you know, they the notice, idea they notice, was normal. They noticed, they noticed, because it's not it's going a, to work because this girl, they are never going to accept. Of be, course, because, because it's a patriarchal society. No. Uh, traditionally, it was actually the women who used to marry the second wife. Or she would she would pick her helper. No, yeah, she would actually marry her. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you married a woman and she couldn't bear children, yeah, she would be the one to marry the second wife. And those children that the that the, her husband getting the second wife would be her children. Or when you now you need help in the house because the you know kids are becoming a little handy and they wants a little more attention and you have a farm to tend to and all these things, you'd marry a second wife as your helper. Yeah, so in such context, you see, like, polygamy wasn't there to punish the woman for anyone to cheat and betray. The problem with relationships mm. is that lying, that hiding, and that... Um, but imagine DX. Imagine, honestly, no, imagine. if it's not a secret yeah. and she's okay with it, it's like, if you want to be polygamous, yeah. find a lady who is okay with sharing you. Don't get a lady who wants to be monogamous and then fall No, 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 no. I agree with you. Ideologies. I agree with you. No, I just think, imagine if, you know, we, you had someone that was courting you and you were catching their vibe. And then one day as you're having dinner, you know, having a good uh, meal, a nice classy restaurant, a nice glass of uh, wine or whiskey, whatever suits your tastes. She goes like, uh, I think, would, would you entertain having a core partner? What reason? They have a lot of love to give. Give it to me. <laughs> End of story. Yes. So, no, give it to me. No, you see, you didn't even entertain the thought. You did not even ask. No, because in many situations mm. where I don't know what situation warrants the need for so, another partner, maybe in cases where mm -hmm. you're not having children. And, you know, traditionally, this is not even in modern age society <laughs> because you can get uh, surrogates and this kind of things. You can adopt this many of them. But basically, it's about being truthful. And when you tell me you want to get another wife mm -hmm. because you have a lot of love to give, mm -hmm. it just means that you, like, you're, first of all, are you catering to all of your wife's needs? If you're not, then what gives you the right to go bring another woman to mistreat and second, like, is it an entirely selfish idea? Because mm -hmm. a lot of men are very selfish, sorry mm -hmm. to say. So he's thinking about his own interests and not those of the family. We digress. We digress. This is a conversation that we will continue one of these very fine days when you'll explain to me why we've forgotten our cultures and we've gone back to these Western ways of life. Yeah, but Nadia explains mm -hmm. why she is not a uh, pro-monogamy. Yeah. This was an actual survey that was conducted, and humans said the following. Believe it or not, 36% of people believe that, yes, we should be monogamous, and we're definitely meant to be monogamous. 37% of people said, absolutely fucking not. Have you seen Vicky Cristina Barcelona? I added that last part, because that movie's hella hot. And lastly... 
Men are more likely to believe that monogamy is a myth than women. 41% of men say humans aren't meant to be with one person versus 33% of women. I think that statistic is incorrect. I think 41% of men are like, yeah, monogamy is stupid because they want to have sex with multiple women because they want to disappoint multiple women. She does this episode called Mm -hmm. uh, Sex and Sensibility. Okay. And that's where she talks about where she takes the stand that she has taken. Yeah. So it's very interesting to listen to. Mm. Yeah, and everyone's entitled to their own thoughts. Nobody's being forced into... Do you, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, she's just given you the right to have a polygamous relationship. As long as you're not lying, cheating, going behind someone's back, not fulfilling their needs, <laughs> being a traitor. I don't know. Okay. Alright, so tell me about more about uh, Cut the Foreplay. What other episode um, struck a chord with you? She does a lot of stuff about the West. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to catch up on you that. Know, you see, I, I like when you speak about the West. There's an episode that she did about um, sex toys. Yeah. Yeah, and she, she referred to uh, this gentleman who had decided to marry a toy. Uh, sex doll. And, you know, I tried to find a way, you know... Is it something that would be socially acceptable in our Kenyan community that one day you're, is it something that you're going to experience or what if your toy one day came and told you, mom, uh, meet Samantha? I don't know much about this. I think I've not, I've not seen such instances like mm-hmm. in our traditional African setting. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a very white problem, yeah. but I'd say this points to a psychological cry for help. Mm-hmm. So I'd hook, him, hook them up with a very good drink <laughs> to try and figure out what's happening okay. in that brain. Yeah. Uh, let, me bring it bo- let me bring it home um, in this context. Forget the, to- the, the sex dolls and all these grandeur uh, toys. I'm talking about, for instance, in relationships, in what's the place? These have been an upsurge of all these, um, they call what stores, online stores, selling all these sex toys ah, and okay. all these things. Do you think they are relevant now? Do you think we have a place for them within our quote-unquote um, uh, cultural or African uh, ways of life? Is it something that if you were in a relationship, would you accept? Uh, is what? Yeah, I think sex toys are good. They're, they're, they're not mandatory to have. Okay. But they're definitely good addition if you want to spice up your But how do you have that conversation? Life? If you're the woman, for instance, and no, you're the woman. Yeah, for instance, <laughs> I am DX. <laughs> As DX, how do you bring it up well, to your mandem and go like, hey, I think we need to... You know, it depends. Uh-huh. Because there's, you know, there's those the, plugs. Uh, yeah. And then... <laughs> There's basic ones. There's basic ones, okay? Yeah, Yeah. so some of them can be... There's a spectrum, okay? So we (laughs) don't go too far. Ladies and gentlemen, you should see the the look on her face. (laughs) She discusses all this. (laughs) But I think sex toys are okay. Like, if you want to spice things Mm. up. For example, a sex swing, Mm. do you consider that a sex toy? Yeah, it is. It's a sexual apparatus. So who would be against a sex swing? I think it's it's a brilliant invention. If you're the doer or the doey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, we leave it right there because we cannot continue. <laughs> we cannot continue further than that. <laughs> I 
agree with you. But yes, sex toys. I I think it's a it's a conversation that um I think it's tricky. But when she talks about all these things, she makes it very relatable. That it's a conversation that we should start having within our other relationships and be able because if we can be able to handle having conversations about uh, LGBTQ. Yeah. I think it's also rational that we also have conversations in regards to sexuals because I have spoken to some of my mandem mm-hmm. and they abhor their thoughts. Eh? And I keep telling me, you know, the devil's advocate and go like, mm. so have you all tried? What is your thought about uh, it as DY? I, I'm a pav. So. Okay, pav. I, I, I think, I think um, the crazier the better. So you could. Pat lads. We, we, there's, there's limits to everything you can't go that far but uh, so long as whatever gives you I think um, when it comes to matter sex it's all about it's like fucking climbing a mountain you can play it over here where the air is okay and you'll see the mountain and go like hey there's a mountain when people go yeah but then there's you know those things that as you keep on climbing and you start experiencing the joys by the time you get to the pinnacle there are those things that you want to try there are those that you are like ah, that is that's a cliff over there if i go that down that lane it's a crazy lane yeah, maybe perhaps that's where is, bad plugs are there ever an end to this pinnacle yes and no some things man a lot of exploration can lead to no, you should be like Christopher Colombo. A lot of perversion. Yeah, you know, the perversion. Why do we, you see, we call it perversion because it's not normal to what we think is. Yeah, what we think is normal is normal. No, it's what we've been taught to think is normal. And That's the way we were taught. for a reason. The same way we were taught about monogamy, that monogamy was a way. But originally, we were not monogamous as Africans. But now, our new normal is monogamy. That you should have a soulmate. No, they're trying to legalize polyamory in all these countries. So the West brought polygamy to Africa, but then they're trying to legalize a version of polygamy in their own country. So anyway, sorry for another day. <laughs> Don't you just love how Nadia busts into songs sometimes oh, when she's talking? Yeah. I, I was listening to her one of our episodes today, in fact, as I was recapping. And um, she's talking about uh, a jingle and she's having a conversation by herself that all of a sudden, those words seem to make her remember a jam and she breaks into song, song completely. She reminds me, you know, one of those musical characters in, the, you know, what is he called? Frozen and yeah, one of... Yeah, Glee. Yeah, or Glee, <laughs> precisely. She has one of those weird... Uh, yeah, I would want to live in her brain for five minutes because oh, it's so animated. Yeah. It's like so much is going on in there. I think, yeah, her animation is on another level. Uh, I think we can actually even talk about when now, during the corona period, when she was talking about uh, when she invited one of her friends, uh, the gentleman by the name uh, Nicholas Dender. Yeah. Yeah, and they were having this conversation about uh, corona, mm-hmm. but in an erotica kind of way. Context, yeah. So he read out. He read out, and it was like piece. they were reading out a piece, and they were discussing. I was like, holy moly. This is incredible. So, dear listeners, it's a piece about ah. a lady in a lab. In a lab. Trying to invent <laughs> the, the coronavirus vaccine. vaccine. <laughs> and she falls in love with a test tube. <laughs> the test tube that holds the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys have to tune yeah, in. You absolutely have to listen to that episode. No, get drawn to... The tickle in her knickers 
when she worked with the sample was the only sexual release she had experienced since the virus had unleashed hell and taken its hold on the world. And now, she held it in her hand, gripped it tight. She bit her lip. Imagine what she could do with it. It's been an honor working with you. Alexa nodded and stepped back two meters. Then, Dr. Name I can't pronounce plunged the syringe into his arm and the blue liquid disappeared into his veins. There was a moment of silence. Alexa had never seen name I can't pronounce in this way before. So brave. So selfless. Maybe she had misjudged him. Maybe. Maybe. Get drawn to their openness in their minds, as in she's crazy. Yeah, so mm. it's really interesting. First of all, the one thing that we've not even spoken about, about uh, Cut the Foreplay. Originally, it had uh, it had two yeah, co-hosts. Linda Nyangweso. Yeah, yeah, they had Linda. She had Linda Nyangweso and uh, Nadia Favre. And I thought, honestly, when, amazing. when the both of them were there, the content was just <sighs> really, really catching. They were they were honestly yin and yang to each other. Yeah, you could feel the chemistry that they had eh, together. Both of them had this weird American accent, and very strong. And you know, and they were so you could tell they were really friends and they were close. And I don't know why. Uh, if I had a chance, yeah, I, 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 I honestly wanted to know. And if Nadja, you ever get to listen to this, let us know, let us what, know happened what happened. There. Because all of a sudden, a transition, and mm. we couldn't find or, or listen, listen to Yangu anymore. anymore. It was very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> like they used to really laugh a lot. Yeah, like the fact that I remember Linda saying one of our guilty pleasures was uh, avocado. Really? Yeah. I think a lot she of enjoys, love yeah. avocado. Why? I am one of those Kenyans. I love avocados. So is it a vegetable or a fruit? It's a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have to research on this. But why do people... So what is your guilty pleasure? Um, I literally have to think about it. Booze? Does booze count? <laughs> no. Booze is not a guilty pleasure. It incites the, the guilty pleasure to show. I mean, she said avocado, yeah. booze is you know, like... Because you have booze everywhere and every other time. She says it this way, that she would have avocado with literally everything in her life. I'm not like that about food at all. No, but not, not necessarily food. It could be a book. Oh. Instagram. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Like, just lock me in a room with internet. Wow. I'm done and full battery or a charging spot at the corner and make it comfortable and I will last there for days. What's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure is a cigarette. Mm. Yeah. It's the one thing that um, I know it's bad for me mm-hmm. but uh, it is one of the best things to wake up to in the morning with a coffee. Oh. So you dream about your cigarettes when you go to bed? Not I dream about them, but I I wake up to the thought of having, you know, right after I said my prayers, like a good boy, I light up a cigarette Mm, and have my coffee. Yeah, like a good boy. I want, did my mother ever listen to this one? (laughs) (laughs) She didn't lose lose me completely. (laughs) The devil. The devil. (laughs) And you're not required to send Nganga my way. (laughs) 
And for all those listeners who don't know who Nganga is, he's a famous pastor in Nairobi. In Nairobi. He's not really a pastor. Con man. He's a con man. Yeah. yeah. Pastor Preneur. Yeah. Church <laughs> Preneur. <laughs> Yeah, they sell their blessings. Yeah, so and maybe your listeners can tell us what their guilty pleasures are. Uh, one of the other episodes that caught my ear uh-huh. was when um, now she actually uh, invited people to talk and listen about uh, to give their contribution about uh, orgasms. Yeah, I had that. Her friends, yeah. Yeah, her ladies, friends, was ladies. ladies, only ladies. And it was one of those things, you know, as a man. We are built to think that uh, we are mm-hmm. intelligent. The and all be all. Yeah, the mom deal. And you know, to hear all, all this, and yes, I agree yeah, that every woman is different. Mm-hmm. And it's not pretty much like men. There's a joke I had that if you look at a man's privates long enough, he will get there. <laughs> That's a good, good hard stare, and it might do the trick. But for women, it's a little different. Yeah. And it made me want to ask, you know, for a woman's perspective, how do you ensure that you get there or the man knows the right things? When, when do we have autocorrection? You know, is it before, after, mm-hmm. or during? I just, for me, I think three things. Okay. First of all, yeah. know thyself. Oh. You don't, you shouldn't expect someone okay. to know what to do for you when you don't know what ticks you off yourself. Wait a minute. You're about to swim the high seas and without any freaking eh, lifeboat in sight. I, so. I, I am done with point number one. Now we move to point number two. <laughs> Is mm. I think sex for many women mm. starts outside of the bedroom. Okay. It starts from how he's acting around mm. you. Mm. Like it's a build-up of a lot of things. He treats you well, he treats you with kindness, he looks at you a certain way, he respects you, he does all these things. Which next, is you're what, going to, next you're going to say if he did the dishes. That has helped many men. I will tell you that. Jesus Christ. So my thing is, if if it's a long-term relationship, of yeah. course, this is in a context of a long-term relationship, yeah. it starts way outside the bedroom. Like, you can't piss me off mm. and then expect me to come and be all happy and jolly. I mean, it might work one or two days, but it's not it's not sustainable. You song about that. It's not sustainable. Like, you have to do bonga points that you can redeem. <laughs> And then number three uh-huh. is direction, direction. Uh-huh. You should be able to communicate okay. freely, effectively, and very clearly what you want. Yeah. So, because nobody can read your mind, mm, nobody knows exactly what you want. Mm. Same, this goes both ways. Mm. You can't read his mind mm. either, and mm. so you don't know. So, communication has to really, it's a big factor in this. So... This, these are my three points. And in situationships? In situationships, like, do whatever makes you happy. So it's a race. Ule atafika mbele. Afike. It's a sprint. Eh? Hapa tu. I wouldn't know my in this situation. 
damn. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Because you see, that's the thing. I think I think when it comes to situationships, then definitely is a uh, you know what you need to. You know your no. You knowing yourself know that what makes you happy. If you don't instruct, eh? Tukutane kulembele. Yep. Whoever atakuwa mefika, eh? Amefika. He's a wise person from the podcast scenes in Nairobi. I can't remember who. This wise person says that everyone is in charge of their own orgasm. So, ladies, know what you need. Mm-hmm. Let him know. Mm-hmm. Do it. Mm-hmm. And he needs to know what he needs. Let you know. <laughs> or do it. Either way. Either way. Everyone should participate. Yeah. Equally. Towards their own gratification. Their own happiness. Yeah. There, I agree with you 100%. So what is the place of fetishes? Because she has an episode where she discusses all these crazy fetishes. I think some of it is like, like just all, plain What to you, what is a fetish? Fetish is those things that you find attractive mm-hmm. that are not normal. You know, <laughs> that are a little bit on the freaky side <laughs> or unexpected <laughs> something that you cannot explain uh, easily yeah. why you like uh-huh, so yeah. so some of the very weird ones i'd <laughs> say is the ones for sucking toes and <laughs> uh, anything that involves people taking a dump <laughs> she actually spoke about that very thing that there's a guy that this gentleman um met a girl and and I don't know that we can be allowed to even put it on uh, on the podcast, but she she speaks about say the PG version. Yeah, of the it. PG version. So she goes like, um, this guy was in an office romance with this girl for a long time, but he, he couldn't really explain to her. I remember that why time. and how. Oh, and you know, the last when now they were able to you know find coitus. Eh? He went and she was able to explain you know, a negative throw down. In my mouth. <laughs> on my ch- send yeah. me send, send, this is what caught me. Send me a poop sandwich. <laughs> yeah. That was a killer. Yeah. yeah, this is one of the very few, first few episodes. It was amazing. It's, it blew my mind. Like he'd bring her sandwiches yeah, to sit on. To sit in on. The office. Yeah, in the office and fart on them. Hey. Oh my god, this is crazy. So And this is in Kenya. Had a fetish where he was interested in girls. He didn't want to sleep with girls. He didn't like sexual intercourse. He wasn't interested in that. But he did like having girls urinate on him, discharge feces in his mouth. Yeah, I can't believe yeah, bros and sisters. Like, what's happening? Yeah, I was like, wow. If you're one of our listeners that enjoys one of these fetishes, please reach out. Yeah. I want to learn. Because I, I have a friend who has a fetish of um, link, licking armpits. Oh, yeah, that's quite common. It is? Yeah. I was in shock when he told me. I was like, holy fuck. I think it's a man thing to do for on women. For real? I don't know many women who like armpits. But what I know about women is that they like they like that masky smell of man. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Not like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, not like that. 
like that mix, mix of uh, sweat, sweat and cologne. And cologne. It gets the pheromones <laughs> running. Yeah? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you just had it. All the man them. A little sweat, a little, not this cheap cologne. I just get a nice cologne like this. Eh? Don't be out there working don't out be, too yeah. hard for the sweat. Like, yeah, just yeah. normal. Just, yeah, don't go home jengoing and then yeah. hoping that you'll get home and she'll be... There's body order. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Separate these things. So, DX, tell me, when, um, in the course of a relationship, do you think you are ready to discuss fetishes? As soon as you're comfortable. So one you know, is okay, and day one. It depends. It depends how you relate with someone. Sometimes uh-huh. you meet someone and you relate so freely; it's easy to tell them these things. Uh-huh. You realize they're like on the same freak level as you are. <laughs> and sometimes uh-huh. some people just need some time to grow into it or to be comfortable enough. Mm-hmm. So it's not really time bound. It just depends how you feel about each other, like how easy it is to communicate these things. Okay, I, I. What do you think? I, 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 I think there's no right time to tell someone you want to suck on their toes, you know, <laughs> or you know, lick an Maybe armpit. they're into it. How do you know? As in, you, you know, you the one thing. hints here and there. The one thing I struggle with some of these fetishes is how did you find out you were aroused by licking toes? You just used to stare at them, and they used to make you feel very happy. You used to look at them, and you feel oh. They look fambish. No. What's, what's your fetish and how did you stumble upon it? I, I don't know whether I have a fetish. I like uh, choking people. Is that a fetish? No. Yes. Choking people is a fetish. It's not normal. It is normal. <laughs> it's not very normal, but yeah, yeah pushing the, that's it. Yeah, you know, it's. I think for me, I, got, I found out what I like sexually. From reading a lot of uh, literature, yeah, erotica, yeah, it made me, and, and maybe that's why I resonate very well with uh, one of Nadia's favorite uh, episodes when they're discussing that whole coronavirus thing because yeah. it's it's different from seeing a movie or you know going and watching some porn. It allows you to imagine, imagine. In your so in your own way. way. And you have a lot more control over over it. So it's the same thing. And the fact that I can be able to control issues, then perhaps that's perhaps why I prefer, you know, a little squeezing. Yeah, so I think that's all for everyone. That's very interesting. I don't, like I thought, mm-hmm. people who like to choke, mm-hmm. choke because the, the lady wants to be choked. I didn't know, like, like people get off choking others. No, I think that's low key. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, in my own defense, I, I, I think there's a lot more satisfaction that the woman gets or experiences when she's being choked. It's something called the risk factor. No, it's actually um, when you gasp for air, when you're losing a little of the air. When you have restrictions, your there's a blood rush. When it's like when you restrict ah. on your finger, when you press your finger, adrenaline. And, yes, there's that. Or when you have pins and needles, when you sat somewhere and you have pins and needles, and when you stand up, you always feel that car come thingies. <laughs> I just remember there's a meme. Ah, it's so funny. <laughs> Tell me about it. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's one of those 
grown up news. No, it's not that grown up. It's mm-hmm. just a bit mm-hmm. relevant, and I, I won't be able to bring it out the right way. Yeah, I won't okay. do it justice. No worries, no worries. We will ensure that we we'll throw it on our socials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll find it. Yeah, actually, yeah definitely. Sure. Please throw it on the social. Yeah, so that is why I think. I endeavor for that. And I think, um, as we, even as we wrap up, uh, one of the reasons why I highly recommend Nadia because of her ability to speak about all these crazy things in such a funny and relatable way that you do not feel offended. Or as though, and, and she's passing on serious information and serious stance. And she's making it so light and enjoyable that every time you listen to her, you, you find yourself, if you're driving by yourself and you're listening to her podcast, you're bursting in laughter by yourself. And it, it, cringe. You, you're cringing. And you're going like, whoa, who? And, and the many voices that she does. Yeah. You know, she has different intonations within yeah, her. Accents. Yeah, and accents. She's very theatrical. Yeah. She makes it worth listening to any of her shows. Yeah, so it's the fun that she has with herself, yeah. the wit, yeah. the sarcasm, oh. the animation she, that she has, and the sexual innuendos. Oh, yeah. oh. You guys, I'm sure if you made it this far wow. to the podcast, yeah. you must have sensed a little sexual, sexual tension in- and a lot of innuendos. <laughs> I mean sexual jokes. <laughs> You should have seen Dubai. There's no tension. It's jokes. Yeah. Like your yeah. Jokes. yeah. So this is basically, basically what her podcast is about. If you listen to her, there's a lot of this. So yeah. if this is your kind of scene, this is what mm. you like to hear for entertainment and you have 30 minute slots here yeah. and there, then tune be, in and yeah. you will be entertained. And if you're up for good laughter, honestly, you will definitely, definitely enjoy this. And uh, in closing remarks, her podcast is also on uh, Capital FM. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Yes, she has a slot on Capital FM. Uh, yeah, every Wednesday at ten thirty PM. Yeah, right after Watershed. That tells you the kind of content you're talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, we will not not forget to talk about the fact that she knows how to beep. Her. The cast words. Yeah, pretty yeah. Much. Whenever she curses or says one of those, cur- yeah, any of the cast and words, she blips it, she but blips she doesn't it. really blip it. No, she like, blips it after the word. Yeah. So you get to hear, you know, the. It's like she blipped. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just made sense. She blipped shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Ladies and gentlemen, on such a high, we want to say thank you. Keep up, keep following us on all our socials. We'll uh, enjoy doing this and we'll keep on giving you content as much as yeah. we can. And so keep following us. We appreciate your support. Yeah. Tweet, share, yeah. subscribe, like, subscribe. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's peace out for episode five. Five. We have five we episodes gone. We've done it. So yeah, it's been DY here and DX from the Podster Review Show. You say. Thank you.